audio by Raising Free People Network. Hey, I'm Tony, and I'm going to be taking over Fair of the Free Child for a little while. Well, I'm not really taking over. I'm actually just collaborating with Akila and the Raising Free People Network on this audio project that I've been cooking up. So, who am I? Well, my name is Anthony Galloway Jr. I'm 29 years old. I'm an artist and a professional and consultant in the self-directed education space. I coach leaders of education-based startups and unschooling families. I also work with other small teams looking to improve their group dynamics. My main gig is that I'm a founder, director, and facilitator at an agile learning center near Atlanta, Georgia. We're a micro school that mentors young people as they learn to master their own self-directed education. So I've been in the SDE world for about seven years now, and I've got a lot of reflections that have come from my de-schooling process. As I approach the age of 30, I'm feeling particularly introspective about how I've spent my 20s and thinking a lot about what I've learned and how I've developed. I thought it might be worthwhile for me to process these thoughts and lessons in a format that could be shared with and potentially useful for others. I'll be presenting and hosting these conversations and publishing them through Fair of the Free Child podcast. The theme of this project is going to focus on adulting and how we adult, especially in relationship to raising free people, be they the young people in our lives or ourselves. I also want to talk to you all about things like finances, politics, mental health, race, of course, schooling and de-schooling. And a subject that's been really at the forefront of my mind lately is the concept of manhood and masculinity. I'm actually calling this limited series Fair of the Free Man-Child. I think it's going to be pretty good. I hope you'll tune in and I hope you really get some value from it. You can't keep using tools of oppression and expect to raise free people. At Raising Free People Network, every podcast, whether it's an ongoing one or a short run series, has a common thread, and it is active liberation work, active efforts to decolonize self space, environment, through self-inquiry, through collaborative work, through elements of self-directed education, so through the unschooling mindset, even when we don't all identify as unschoolers. And this episode, which you will find on raisingfreepeople.com forward slash 215, is no exception. It's right up in the mix of the liberation work that we do, and it is Fair of the Free Man-Child, a podcast embedded right here inside Fair of the Free Child, hosted by Tony Galloway. That's what you're hearing the very first episode of today. I am so honored to be able to share Anthony's voice, amplify it here on the podcast, just pull a microphone to what he's doing so that you can hear and receive and process. Anthony is a presence counselor here on our network, and he's also a regular guest here. I will make sure that his episodes, his previous episodes, well, his episodes of Fair of the Free Child will be on the show notes page because this is not Fair of the Free Child. This is Fair of the Free Man Child. <laughs> so I'll make sure all of his previous episodes are on the show notes page. So take a listen. Anthony's really going in on some of the things that 
I think about all the time too, and I imagine you do as well, about, for example, how we apply certain types of skills that we learn in self-directed education as we observe our children involved in them. Applying them to ourselves can be particularly difficult for whatever series of reasons. Oh, and the other thing that really stood out for me in this is when Anthony was talking about what I call parenting forward, some of the ways that we tend to parent right past who that kid is right now, right past who that kid is right now over to who we hope they can be or who we envision them to be or who their teachers tell us they could be. And while there is, in my mind's eye, validity to preparing, you know, preparing forward, (laughs) the way that we do it, and again, I don't have answers for this shit. That's why we talking about it. (laughs) The way that we do it can be so rooted in an absence of the now, who that kid is now, being able to hear them now, being able to partner with who they are now as we think forward. That is a complex dance. And Anthony speaks to that, his inquiry around that. And those are the two things that really stood out for me. Would love to know the two things that stood out for you. I think it's so easy as the facilitator when talking to parents and folks about de-schooling and they have concerns about things, getting them to talk about their real concerns or fears or worry behind certain whatevers. I'm super easy and intuitive and then encouraging them to share that with their young people and letting the conversation go on from there is really just natural. However, like me being facilitator, when issues and things come up or if I'm frustrated about something that's going on at school, being inclined to start with, hey, this is how I am feeling and these are the things that I'm imagining or thinking about. Like, I think I am very in tune with that. Like, that's a pretty easy process for me, but I just don't have the compulsion or the inclination, especially in the moment, to just say that for whatever reason. So part of that de-schooling process is doing some of your own unlearning and then inner learning. And so I'm just sitting with that about why I don't say these things in the moment, like after a little dialogue with myself later, thinking about it over the course of some days, maybe even a week or some, or a conversation with Julia, it becomes very obvious. So like, oh, we'll have a meeting, the change up will happen, and I'm just going to say, hey, here's what I'm seeing, and this is my experience, or this is how this feels, whatever, whatever. And then it's pretty much butter from there, but for whatever reason, I'm just not inclined, or I find it so hard to do it in the moment, to express certain things. Additionally, like if something's going on to sort of button and stop it or speak up to stop something like I'm fine and very comfortable with like the idea of sometimes you don't need to have the perfect words in the moment and you can just sort of express that and put a pin in it. You could say something, put a pin in it because you might need to come back, think on it. Like I'm aware of that strategy or that tool, but I still struggle with actually doing it. I'm just the type of person who really wants to have all my words with me when I'm about to say something or express something. So like hearing you talk about your concern with the girls being on the internet and coming across a predator or something like that. It's like those types of sort of exchanges and getting parents there is 
like love that could do that forever but then me doing that i could easily do that work with myself it's just not something i'm inclined to like i said either just say in that moment or even being willing to mention that hey there's something here put a bookmark in this because we're coming back to it later there's also this piece about them being happy now like rather than preparing for life acknowledging recognizing that life is happening now childhood is a part of life invalid it's not some preparation phase or anything it is valid in and of itself and while i can say that all heady and theoretically with all the words possibly it's difficult trying to communicate that and get that to internalize and people i'm talking to usually parents at info sessions it's also difficult to get the kids to see that and internalize it especially as they get older and they start to compare themselves and look at what their cousin or neighbor or step sibling is doing in traditional school then even in the media there's this specific representation and it just kind of seems like well all of that is what you're supposed to be doing or is the real thing or is regular or is more right so yeah there's a bit of that and then also hartwood we're about to graduate our first student this year and so as we talk about graduation and graduation plans and that being a ritual that is very kind of schoolish but also how does that coincide with this same perspective or opinion about life is happening now there's nothing really preparing you for per se i mean we have language and i think we find a really good middle ground about this all but it's still kind of difficult trying to juggle all of this when your feet aren't planted in two different worlds or you're trying to be mindful of okay heartwood is one world that operates one way but there's still the larger world around us that we live in and that people are probably going to enter into and still not being completely on the moon about everything and then just applying it to myself like if we're having like a serious or deeper heart to heart with the kids or parents or just talking about an info session, it's yeah, it's about them practicing, knowing and seeking out and fulfilling those things that just make them feel satisfied and and make them feel happy and those things that are fulfilling challenges and whatnot. It's like prioritizing that, especially then also within a connected community, like that's really the big lesson of life, like on this sort of existential, but also very primal level. Like here you are, you're live. What, what do you want to do with this short period when you, your consciousness exists on this earth? And okay, how are you going to go about doing that with in the challenges and limitations or whatever that exists around you? Um, how are you going to go about it? And then periodically reviewing like, okay, you're doing some of this or what's going wrong or what's going right? How can you do it better? How can you do it more? Do you want to pivot? Do you like it? All of that. Basically practicing what we preach, right? So like the whole setting intentions and doing reflections, like I haven't been able myself to do that consistently as a part of the school rhythm because I'm always facilitating them doing it, right? And then just answering those questions for myself and getting in that headspace and trying to approach life in that way is also really difficult because there's bills to pay and housing situations and other things that come up where now you're also focused on 
somewhat livelihood. Whereas as young people, they don't really have to focus on that. That's their parents' responsibilities for the most part. So they can really get that muscle built in well enough. And so how to balance for myself doing what is fulfilling and satisfies me and knowing what that is and being able to seek it out and acquire it while also taking care of just personal responsibilities of like living a life in a way that makes me feel comfortable or at least a lifestyle that I want to live, especially within the political and literal boundaries of our North American society. See what I'm saying, right? Like things that I know you be thinking about too, or if you weren't before, it's on your mind now. (laughs) I really appreciate Anthony for being willing to share with us here. Of course, I'm always looking for your insights, always looking for ways to make sure we remember that we are not in this alone and there are other people pondering this. There are people who have been working through this in community, and I want you to never, ever, 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 ever forget that, all right? So drop us a line, raisingfreepeople.com or she at raisingfreepeople.com if you want to do email instead of voicemail. Of course, we will be gathering inside the Fear of the Free Child Village to chat about this, probably just in comments form, because this is not one of the episodes that will get the three rounds like we've been doing with the other ones in this season and will continue to do. But this is a little one drop right here, but we can continue the conversation. So make sure that you are part of the village. And if y'all really want to do a field trip around it, we'll figure it out. We'll get it in the schedule. All right. Tiersa is supporting us with that. Shout out to Tiersa J, who you heard on last week's episode. All right. So next week, we get back into our three-part flow, and we're talking with Amelia Allen Sherwood. I'm so excited about this conversation. A Black Montessori teacher, a movement leader, just brilliant woman, and I am so delighted to be sharing her work and her world with you. So come back next week for Amelia and I will chat to you next week.